One, two, one, two, one, two. Go ahead, go. One, two, one, two, one, two. Yeah, cool. Hello, welcome to this week's show. It's me, Peter McPartin. That we've got Matt Jones in the studio. Just me, me and you again, Matt. And but lately, it just seems that we we miss good shows. We just do we just do bad shows. I know, just, yeah. We just turn up when bad things happen. Well, but maybe that's it. That's what you told me to do, isn't it? Just turn <laughs> up here when we've got something to moan about. Yeah, just something to moan. No one listens when um, it's happy times. <laughs> go off yeah. in their own little uh, their own little worlds. But when suddenly like bad times, then it, it attracts the listeners. Everyone just like watches match of the day on repeat. You know. Football first, all that. Just, just keep watching the highlights. Just don't bother listening to the Blue Room or anything else for, <laughs> for a fix. Just watch the goals. Yeah. yeah. Um, should we bring Tim Kale back? <laughs> no, I've seen a few shouts about that today, actually. But no, no. If you can't get into the, the Chinese Super League, then then it's going to be a no from me, unfortunately. Oh, we've, oh, we've Femi Martins is taking his place in the team. So, you know, it, yeah, you know, I didn't the, know that. Yeah, they bought on from Seattle, so you know things are bad when. Uh, you get announced for over Femi Martins. It's mad, isn't it? All the money going into the Chinese league and Tim Cahill's contact. <laughs> you know. Is he retiring or is he still looking for a He club? won't retire. He'll never retire. He'll be looking for his next next project. Going for like the uh, 2018 World Cup. Yeah, Australia. definitely. Why not? I would if I was him. Yeah, I suppose so. He scored, yeah. saying that, I thought he was finished the last one. He scored a couple of boss goals, didn't he? So, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Go back to the MLS, Tim. That's all I can say to you. Go back to the MLS. He's got a nice, got a nice house in there. Uh, in New York, go back there, enjoy yeah. your life, play a bit of footy. There you go. I, I, I reckon he'll probably end up in the, the A League, won't he? Somewhere. I don't know, you know, because his, as I say, his, his, um, I think his kids are settled now in New York. He's building this big. They, he's building this big house when he left New York, and I think his kids are settled there now. So, uh, but I don't know. He might go back to Australia, you know. But I suppose if he goes back to Australia, he can. I suppose they, he can settle there for. Forever, then, forever yeah. then. So I suppose it's whatever he wants. But um, if not Everton, obviously, no. I would have had him eighteen months ago for like maybe like um, a six month contract. I think it was when he went to China. I would have had him for like mm. six months just to get in the dressing room and start knocking heads together. But that's about it. Wouldn't have him now. Maybe if we got through to that final against Liverpool in the League Cup, get him back on the bench for that. You never know. <laughs> Good for a goal, sort of thing. But anyway, let's not think too much nah, about that. Nah, I'm not too worried about that. Um, <laughs> As I say, if we'd done a show last week, should, it'd all be Sam, wouldn't Should we just it? keep talking about Tim Cahill? Yeah, just, just keep like talking about Tim Cahill. His greatest yeah. moments. Seen um, a brilliant video of him the other day, kicking um, uh, free kicks at, at Weetabix boxes, which was dead good. Go and find it, it'll be on somewhere on was YouTube. Was he any good at it? He, he knocked them t- all off. He never used to take them for us, though. Yeah, they, used to, like, they were like Weetab- Weetabix boxes stacked on top of the goal, and um, there was three, and he hit all three. I don't know whether there's any clever edit. I was going to say, like that Ronaldinho one when yeah. he hit the or, ball um, all the time. Like, like, his, like it was face had been digitally enhanced on someone <laughs> else's body. I suppose it's a skill you need as a, as a, as a sort of striker to just be accurate with the, with the ball, I suppose. Yeah, it's, someone it's needs kind to of our, important. Yeah. Someone needs to tell our strikers that. Um, <laughs> well, obviously we'd won three in a row last week. <laughs> Good times, and yeah. then we come into the West Brom game at home, and everyone's everyone's dead happy, and um, and then that happens. I know. Do, do you know what the, the atmosphere was was good, wasn't it? To start, like everyone seemed quite positive. Didn't notice. Happy, <laughs> you know. Joel was in goal, gave everybody a bit of a lift. Yeah. Same sort of team. Everyone was kind of worried he was going to change it, but you know, it's just just hugely disappointing, wasn't it? So so disappointing, and. Especially when Man United lost earlier in the day as well, and suddenly you're looking at that table, thinking, "Oh, if we win here, we can go to within with five points of these." And, and then you're looking up all of a sudden, aren't you? I but, think that's your first issue, Matt. Looking, looking at uh, <laughs> looking at other teams. I, I, do you know what? I don't even look at the league nowadays. I don't even know where people are. I think we're eleven. Eleven, we are. We are eleven. Yeah. I, I, t- I tend, I, I tend to not even look at the at the. I mean, I mean, I know the top four is, but mm. I tend to not look at it. It's horrible, isn't it? Because. This season's been quality, hasn't it? I've, I've, if it wasn't for Everton, I would have really enjoyed watching this season. I can't enjoy football. Some, I've got no can't soul. I've got no soul. can't enjoy it now. Do you not enjoy Barcelona on Sunday night? I enjoy Barcelona because that's got absolutely nothing to do with me. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's got like literally nothing. It's, but it's, it's the Premier League. It's why I've took an, it's yeah. why I've took a, an interest in MLS. It's because it's got nothing to do with me. I can just sit there, watch it, enjoy the randomness of it. Same with the Spanish League or... or or you know whatever, um, yeah. I can't. Enjoy, I just. I just don't enjoy the Premier League because everything's got something to do with Everton. 
So it's like I can't enjoy it because you're watching every game going. One minute you're going, well, if they win, like being a bottom side, and the next minute you're looking and going, oh no, actually, might I fancy Tingo to win today because they're behind us, and if they win, there'll be three points. It's just that's because that's where we are in the league. I just find no enjoyment from watching any other games. So you'd enjoy it if we were a bit higher up, though. It's not as if you're completely completely given up on English football sort of thing. If we if we were in, in the battle for the for the, you know for this this top four or the title now, surely you would feel a bit different about it. I don't know. I don't know what that feels like. So I don't know. <laughs> I just I just find it very I find it very hard to watch any other football in the Premier League because I just find it all attached to to uh, it's like when pe- people sit there and like, you know, I go on Twitter and I see people watching the Liverpool games and go, Oh this and that I never watch Liverpool ever. Because I know it's just gonna be Non enjoyment. <laughs> it's just gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be. You just. You just. You just self harming if you watch Liverpool. As far as I'm concerned, I don't know why any Evertonian would do it. Tell you what, though, it was funny that game. That went good too much into it, but it was funny at the weekend watching them against Villa because Villa were. Yeah, Villa are awful. awful. So awful. you've already set yourself set yourself up for. A, I know you have to do it because it's part of your job. So fair play, but I don't. So I'll just in a bit. I'll just. I'll watch Ant Man or something. Or <laughs> I'll just go watch the Flash or, or the Arrow or Arrow or something. Yeah. Something I'll save all my telly up all week. Um, I don't know. That's weird. I must be getting it's because I'm getting old. It's like tonight Champions League football. Recording this on a Tuesday. I won't watch a game tonight. I'll watch the goal show. I just. I don't know what it is. Just, it won't be on, will it? Will it, won't it? Because there's only two oh, games, isn't there? No, you just, just, just ruined it. You just now, destroyed I? my life. Zlatan's playing, though. He's, he's to be boss. fair, yeah, I will watch Paris Saint-Germain because I just love Zlatan. I'm waiting for him to just do something nuts. And... Did you hear what... Uh, well, getting too much about Everton. <laughs> We're just not talking about <laughs> Everton. It's boss, isn't it? <laughs> did, you, did you hear what Serge, Serge Aurier did over I the did, weekend? Yeah, I did, yeah. Slagging him it's off. It's up there with Pacquiao, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, God, yeah. It is up there Everyone's with Pacquiao. just lost their mind. There's been a lot of... I woke up today and I just looked at like the news and I was like... Yeah, um, French fella says this about his players. Pacquiao says that about gay people. And the fella who witnessed the shootings in Paris says everyone should have a gun. The world has gone officially mad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's that all about? I don't know. Yeah, like, I'm just there. Uh, yeah, I'm just going for some. Oh, I'm going for a bevy and then we're going to the Royal Court. Okay, love, don't forget your uh, sawn off shotgun. <laughs> you don't know what'll happen. Stay safe. What's all that about? <laughs> oh, you just witnessed one of the most horrific terrorist attacks in the world and you feel it would be a good thing for, for drunk people to have guns dear me mate all those Chelsea fans over there tonight oh my god god <laughs> it's just it's just disaster what you to happen oh. isn't it Jesus see the randomness we've been given now that without without restrictions of it of actually being right, on the radio if you're on the radio would they used up a whole part by now We'd be on the radio. We wouldn't pull off the radio <laughs> by now. We'd have had a big knock on the door. Um, be like um, watching Alan Partridge mid morning matters. It'd be like that. I don't know. You've got to I'm not seeing it. it yeah, you got to go and watch it. It's fantastic. Um, we, we are basically trying not to talk about Evan. I'm sorry. It's gone really random, but um, yeah. Uh, going back to Saturday, Joel started in goal. Obviously, same team. Interesting because Howard was on the bench. Um, so I don't know what that means. I don't know whether he feels like he's. 50% fit, so we put him on the bench or what, but anyway, doesn't matter. But um, we started quite positively, first five, ten minutes. Lennon absolutely destroying McLean mm. down our right, and everything seemed to be going fine. And then West Brom started to get a little bit clever. They started to get niggly free kicks that weren't free kicks. Um, they were trying to play on Oviedo at left-back. And then they get a dead soft corner. You know, again, what annoys me about these goals are, um, it's not necessarily just the free, it's not necessarily the corner. It's how they get the corner. It's so easy. Hmm. You know, a ball into the box, it's not dealt with. Uh, Seamus Coleman's dead slow. I don't know whether it's the the, the knife feeds or what, but it's, <laughs> he's dead slow. They get a corner, ball into the box, flick at the near post, goes over the top and it's in, and it's just dead, dead soft. And you're just thinking... Basic defending it stopped that. You know, being switched on when the cross comes on, having someone on the line mm. to stop that ball going on. Being, sw- know what I used to love. We don't do this anymore. Lee Carsley used to always stand um, in front of the f- in front of the first man on the corner, and you you would would the amount of times he used to stop corners at that first man was unbelievable and we don't do that anymore we just we've cut out all the principles of defending yeah it, it's just the only thing for me was as well was 
I'm sure we'll go to talk about the attacking side of it in a minute and we were a little bit unlucky in the first half, but for me, the fact that we were completely unable to deal with their most obvious way of scoring yeah. and the only way, just the only corner they had in the entire yeah. game. And when people say, oh, we were unlucky not to take anything from that game or, you know, the things just didn't go our way in that. If you if you can't defend one corner into the box against a team who were renowned for being good at set pieces and not be focused for that one isolated moment in the game, then then you're in big trouble. You're in, in a huge trouble. And like you mentioned there, it was the fact that though, we've talked quite a lot this season about how there's been some disagreements about whether Everton should be practising set pieces or not, whether you can create that kind of, that situation in a game, the randomness of it in, in training. But that goal for me was indicative of a team who clearly don't do any work on set pieces because, because when that flick yeah. gets over, over into the box, the goalkeeper's slow to react, the defenders are slow to react, and the only player in the entire area who's on the move is Rondon, who, who goes into headed on yeah. the line. But having and, someone on the line would have just sorted that out straight away. You know, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like... It's getting the basics right. I know that managers can say, "Well, that player on the on the post probably won't be needed ninety five percent of the time." It's like saying you don't score from corners ninety five percent of the time. But why don't you just eradicate that five percent by just having someone on the post? Mm. It's dead simple. It just sorts all the problems out. It it gets everyone out of trouble. You know the amount of times you see when two people have on the post, the ball get cleared off the line. It's happened to us loads of times. It's just. It's just basic defending that is being like thrown out of the window for this new age crap that <laughs> managers need just seem to just just put out there now. It's it's nonsense. Go back to the basics. That's how you defend. It doesn't take anything away from your game. You at least have one one person on the post, don't you? If you know, I'd always have two, two. Always, yeah. I'd and always have two. Especially as well, when, which is what we do a lot when you bring every player back from yeah. the corner. If you've not got two people on the post, then what? What's the point? No, because if, if you've got if you've got the goalkeeper and then 10 men in that area of the box. It's so cluttered. Mm. And I mentioned there about how everybody was just kind of stood up looking at the ball. If there's no space to run into or attack the attack the ball, that can cause a problem in mm. itself when you've got too many people in that area. So put somebody on the post or put two people on the post. Yeah. Give everyone a little bit more space to attack the ball and just, just be a lot more switched on. You think about it like this though, right? If you've got three men on the line, that's... A header or a shot has to be three men on the line, not just a goalkeeper. Um, but mentioning, you know, talking about the goalkeeper, obviously we've been very critical of a certain goalkeeper. Um, Joel's in goal on Saturday. <laughs> um, what do you make of his performance for that goal? Because certain parts of social media were very quick to jump on um, that goal and Joel's part of it. I think he's slow to react. I think his footwork's quite poor. But you know, in fairness to Olsen, I think it's it is a good flick to the back post. It does loop up really high, but I would expect him to react a lot better to that. And in fairness, if it was Tim Howard, I'd be saying mm. expect your goalkeeper to do him better there. But I can I can tolerate someone like Joel, who's twenty five, just coming into the team in, in the Premier League, making errors, and it's it's the first one he's made for a long time. In fairness, mm. if he does it again in the next game, then again in the next game. That's when you've got the issue. You don't want to hang somebody out to drive for a week and make him one isolated error. When he does it two or three times, that's when mm. it becomes a, a, a major issue. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he could have done better. I, it's it's odd. I think I think his position is just wrong from the start. In the it's quite start. deep, isn't he? Yeah, I think it's. I think he just. It's weird because he gets caught in an area, but as you just said, that header was really jammy. So mm. it's it's hard to know where he should have been exactly. And as I say, if someone had been on that back post. That might have made it look like he didn't. There was no error, but as you've just said there, um, young keepers will make errors, and I'd rather have a keeper in um, learning than an older keeper who's probably got twelve games left of his Evan career. So, but um, it's just that, it's just that reaction to me because when you've got all, when you look at their team, granted they've got loads of players who are massive and, and great in the air attacking, but Olsen's the one I always look at when you're playing them. I think he, he's the danger in these set pieces. I think he scored two against Liverpool there in the season at Anfield from, from set pieces. So he, he's the one you've always got to be looking at. Mm. And when you see him make that run to the near post, you know that's where the ball's going to be. You know there's going to be a potential for a flick on and none of our players or the goalkeeper react to it. And it's just that lack of reaction. Just, it's just, just so indicative of our... our you know, just just lazy defending, just just yeah. not seeing things, just like being really passive in that sort of area. Yeah, rubbish. Mm. <laughs> but no, again, it's, it's, 
there's nothing there's nothing unlucky about not defending one yeah. corner into your box. That, exactly. that, that's not unlucky. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I completely agree. It's, it's, Can we go back to talking about <laughs> <laughs> Alan Parters. Um yeah, I completely agree. It's it's poor and you know, people can, and they you know, for the rest of the game we've huffed and puffed with a good spell after that where the keepers not really had to make a save, but the ball's been cleaned off the line. There was a case of an hand ball. Um we've hit the post twice. But I don't, you know what I mean? We're not we're not making I didn't see us really make on on Saturday any like clear cut chances. And the the pa- the passages of play were quite random as well. Mm. There was no like at no point did we get the ball and just go pass, 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 pass and cut through them. We never got any breakaways because they were sitting so deep. Um and it was just—I just thought it was rubbish. I don't—I don't know where people. No, I just—I just don't know where people come off going. Well, we had thirty-three shots and we just really unlucky. And if you, you know, some teams you just can't break them down. Go and look at this. Go look at West Brom's numbers. They've conceded nearly as many yeah. goals as us, so they're not the greatest defensive team in the world. They just—they just dug in on on um, on Saturday. They kept the shape. But the goalkeeper didn't really have anything to do. He didn't make any any saves. No, a couple of catches. The one uh, from Cleverly, which deflected, yeah, wasn't it? yeah. But there's not; they didn't really make any saves. You know, second half we've come out. I just thought we were appalling. Second half, I just thought yeah. it was not, no, no cut and thrust to us whatsoever. Um, but you know, let's talk about the subs because they were absolutely Ugh. abysmal. Um, you know, Martinez takes stick, and rightly so for decisions like that. He comes out after the game and he says, "Oh, we've got a dream squad, a dream squad," and you bring a Kone on. Have a word with yourself, mate, because that you're just becoming deluded if you think if you think you've got a dream squad. And what made it worse was about that substitution was, you know, if you want to bring Coney on, bring him on. But don't bring him on in this half ass position. Put him on up front. Take a centre midfielder off. You know, take take Barry off or take you know take McCarthy off. Whoever, keep the shape, and let's go two up front and see what happens. Because you know, I, I, I'm not a any kind of football genius, but two forwards might help you score goals. Yeah, well, it sounds simple, doesn't it? But we don't seem to do things a simple way. I completely agree about that change because even though cleverly, I thought had quite a poor game. The way we were set up was, mm. was stopping them from getting out. We were, we were keeping them under under pressure and keeping them pen back because he's a player who he'll cut inside, but he, he will in the main just he'll be disciplined, he'll hold his position and wait for the ball. He won't go chasing it, he won't go floating around. Whereas Coney, when he comes on and plays in that position, he just goes walkabout, doesn't he? Those times when he was popping up on the right wing, he was dropping into midfield, he was going up alongside Lukaku, just completely disrupted any kind of attacking pattern we had. And it just allowed them as well to, to completely nullify Aaron Lennon then, who was our biggest threat in the game, because Oviedo wasn't really, really threatening down the left hand mm. side Kone was coming off so there's, 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 no, there's nothing really going down that left flank all he had to do then was just shuffle across a few yards get men around Aaron Lennon get men around Seamus Coleman mm. and they just completely stemmed any attacking threat we had and you know, the, the icing on the cake was uh, was Osman coming on at the end <laughs> wasn't it as well you know, but you just, you've just got it spot on there because as soon as, as soon as he took Cleverly off everything shifted to the right and that just gave West Brom one job to do and it was just it was just stop the right hand side, and that's all it was. So everyone shifted over one, and that's it. There's nothing else to do. You know, we've got no left hand side, and as you said, um, Oviedo wasn't going forward, so there was, which was strange. Um, so all all you got to do then is stop the right. So then he brings on Delafeu and takes takes Lennon off, and you're just thinking, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're not. You, you, you're creating more problems because now, as I say, everything's down the right-hand side. There's no structure to the team. There's nothing going down the left. Quite predictable. So exactly. Predictable. Far too predictable. He brings Osman on and I don't, I just don't get that sub at all because I don't want to have a go at Osman. I, but, you know, you are slowing the game down completely where you have someone like Morales there. Even if he brought Baines on and said, right, yeah. we're going to start pushing forward down on the left. You know, Baines can... Baines will push into left side midfield, but fine at the back. Um, Do you know what? I don't understand. I, was, I, I would have brought on uh, probably four of the, the substitution on the bench before bringing Cody on, on that only, game. You only allowed three subs. No, but you know what I mean? I mean, I would have brought... <laughs> I didn't phrase that very well. I would have brought on 
one of those four players before bringing Coney on. I think Baines, P and I'd have brought Tim Howard Delefe- before I brought Coney on. <laughs> Delefeu and uh, Morales were all were all much better options to either go and play on that left flank or just, just to, to juggle it around. He didn't play on the left flank, did he? Well, you know what I mean. I know, but that's what I'm saying. He didn't play on the left flank. And why do you need two holding centre midfielders just, just going to come on to when, that yeah. when West Brom just weren't bothered they okay. weren't bothered they weren't bothered about winning the game but once they got the one they lead they were like well hang on let's just defend a little bit more the amount of times we worked the ball and it came out to James McCarthy on the edge of the box and he had he either had a shot or he had time and didn't have a shot just passed it sideways you're thinking if that's Ross Barkley in that position mm. he's either, he's, he's going to move the ball quicker which is what we need when you're trying to break down a side who is sitting deep and being compact, or he's going to have a shot at goal, like he's showing against Newcastle the other week when he when he hit the bar, like he's showing against City. He's been banging them and he's been scoring goals. Why not just either bring Gareth Barry off and shift McCarthy across and put Barkley next to him, or just bring McCarthy off and put Ross in that position where you know he's going to be freed up, he's going to have a lot more space, and he won't have to do that much defensive work because they had absolutely no intention of going forward. It was just, just absolutely bizarre. And you think back to his first season and how he... He seems to have the mildest touch in terms of changing games with substitutions, and that is just completely oh, com- abysmal. Completely gone now. And, subs are abysmal. You know, and I, I, was, I was reading um, earlier today. I can't remember who wrote the piece, but he was saying in the three games we've played at home <laughs> against West Brom under Martinez, he's brought Kone on in all of them, mm. and we haven't we haven't scored a goal. It's just not worked any time. Well, and he, he still him, continues to do it. So there will be people who go, yeah, but he bought him one at the Hawthorns. And he did bring him at the Hawthorns, and that did make a difference. But he played up front. Exactly, that's yeah. what I'm saying. He bought him on up front, and it made a difference. We had, we, you know, what we needed on Saturday was to have to have shape, to have width, and to keep moving them around and trying to hit them with pace. But what we did was we slowed them down, started playing down one flank, become really predictable, and our players had nowhere to go because they just got 10 men behind the ball. So we had nowhere to go. Every time Ross Barkley got the ball, smothered. Mm. No one else around them reacting because the other players are slow. So everyone's, no one's reacting. And um, I don't know whether he brought Osman on to, to, to try and free up a little bit, bit of space for Barkley. But what I couldn't understand was we were destroying them down the flanks every time Lennon went past McLean yeah. he was going past them or you know we seen when he got booked and then they just took him off and you're thinking that's what we need on both sides that's the way in get beyond the full backs and start getting the ball you know the, the amount of times Lennon went past McLean and then looked up either didn't have an option or picked the wrong option was, was incredible and as I say these people these people right who say oh well you know they defended for their lives and um you know, and listen, I thought you were really. Yeah. Dude, you've got to be disciplined to do that for ninety minutes, and I'm not having a go at that. You've got to be disciplined, and that that is good defending to stay disciplined for every single person to to do that. But for people to say, well, you you can't score past teams like that. You can, and you have to if you want to finish in a European place, in a top four place. You have to find a piece of magic from somewhere, or you have to keep knocking on the door. You have to force the goalie into saves. And, and we just don't do that enough. We just don't hit the targets enough for me. And I think we had 33 shots, but do we have six on target? Yeah. And I don't think the goalie had one decent save. I can't remember me. making a proper save in the game. And you mentioned about how you need to do it. And we, we'd shown against them earlier in the season that we can do. We scored three goals. They had a 2-0 lead and we're looking to sit in. And we, we scored three goals in the space of about 20 minutes. So it's there. And in that spell in the game, I remember how quickly we moved the ball. And we were getting out to Delafeu yeah. quick and... We were, we were making chances, we were getting the ball in the box a, a lot earlier and a lot with a lot more quality, whereas this time it was just all too slow, yeah. it was ponderous, and Pulis said after the game how he was proud of his, his players, because most of them had played 120 mm. minutes in midweek, and I'm watching and I thought, these these are going to crack here at some point, they're going to be tired, but we didn't test them in the first no. half, it, it was all in front of them, it was all so slow. And then we test them in the second half. Sorry, in, yeah. yeah, sorry in the second half I meant there, but... It, there's no, there's no intelligent passing. There's no quick passing. We weren't putting the defenders under pressure. Lukaku wasn't doing I thought enough up front. Was abysmal, to be fair, and I think that's why he needed someone up, up front with him. Um, I don't know. It's not the same. It doesn't, it, it doesn't seem the same play to me when when um, Delafay is not playing. Yeah. There's not. He just doesn't have. But that's the player to find them. That's a, a big issue for me though, because I think we both agree that. Although it didn't necessarily work at the weekend, this this kind of pragmatic shape that we found in the last few weeks, where we've got cleverly on the left hand side, mm. Lennon working hard, McCarthy back in the team, or someone like a best in the team, I think we both agree that's that's the way forward that for is, this team. Yeah. But 
But it was. But, but it, there's going to there's all going to be games when you go, when you've got that side and you go behind and you're going to have to work your way back yeah. into it. And that's that's in game that, management. Yeah, though, exactly. Isn't it? That's that's where you need your players and the manager to be able to react to the circumstances and, and, and alter the way you're playing. But we just didn't do that at all. And yeah. that's that, that's a big big concern for me because although we've got talent in the squad. It's as if we're playing one way where we go all out. We've got to attack. We've got to leave space yeah. at the back, or we're the other way yeah. at the moment. There's, yeah. there's no real balance to the way we're playing. No, you're, you're right because you know you, you, I, I do like the the more pragmatic ways, but you've got to be able to, to be adaptable during a game. And you know, you come out that second half, you've got to just say one nil behind against a team that are not interested. Let's just defend the right way. I mean, that's why. I, I mean, I know he, t- he took um, McCarthy off, but I would have took Barry off because. I think McCarthy gives you more insurance mm. um, to you know just to make sure that they, they can't get in. Um, it, you know, it's again, it's for me. I'm coming around to the way of thinking now that once Bessage is back, I'd, I'd drop Barry and play. And I know loads of people disagree because they'll say Barry's been brilliant this season, but I think in midfield now we need we need just all action players. We need a Bessage and we need for me and McCarthy to just to. Break things up, make things happen, set a tempo, and let the attackers attack. Mm. And I think you get the best of both worlds there. Um, but we were just, yeah, I, I just thought we were really poor on on Saturday. And as you say, there was no change. There was no, we didn't adapt to the game. And and um, you know, we've been beaten again at home, and that's now, that's now, you know, six home defeats. I think we've picked up five points in the last seven games, and that's we shocking. and we haven't played anyone. We haven't played anyone. All right, we played Leicester, but. So what? You know what I mean? We've played right Spurs, fair dues. We played Spurs, but the rest is just dross. And people wonder why people criticise Martinez. You know, you know. I just it, 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 it's it's a head scratcher why people think why people don't get why people criticise him or why people think that the atmosphere at Goodison's rubbish. I, Loads of people said to me, "Oh, toxic." It's not toxic at Goodison Park at all. It's quiet because the team don't excite the fans, and then something happens, and then fans understandably groan. Do you know that's that's life, isn't it? Mm. I mean, that's that's common of nearly all Premier League grounds now. The biggest point for me is the team don't excite the fans. So the fans just sit down at the beginning of the game and go, oh, here we go again. The team have to start exciting the fans. And I just don't think Roberto Martinez's brand of football at home excites Everton fans. Okay, away from home when we can play counter-attack football like last week at Stoke, it's great. But at home, which by the way, you play half your games at. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's not very good. It's... It's a strange one, isn't it? Because I feel he's been showing the way so many times about how this team could play and how he can get the best out of it. We mentioned the City game and Chelsea game on a few shows back about how we were out at them quickly, we were snapping at them, the fans got behind the team as a result. And then you get games like that at the, at the weekend where as soon as that, that goal goes in against West when when they score that header, everyone's just kind of resigned, aren't they? You think, that's it. That's, that's how it's going to go. It's going to be 1-0 now. And, and- why Why not? Why not at the start of that second half or a half time? Just say, I'm going to bring uh, bring Aruna Kone on, bring uh, Gareth Barry or James McCarthy off, put put Ross Barkley into the midfield. Mario front, and go, yeah, and go go four 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 two or something. Mario front for the last five minutes. We didn't. But, uh, Arsenal. I was, I was watching Arsenal game at the weekend, and they did that with Metsack for the last few minutes, and they nearly scored a couple of times. We had a There's co- no shame in it. We had a corner with five minutes to go, and Phil Jagielka didn't go for it. Honestly, do you know what I mean? That's pathetic. That is Shocking. pathetic. You just say, I think Osman was on the pitch. You say, Osman, stay back. Uh, Seamus, stay back. Or Aviedo, stay back. With five minutes to go, I would have had the goal up front. Yeah. You know, on a corner, never mind anyone else. It's, it's a joke. And, um, you know, people who criticise the crowd, you're criticising everyone. Because there's, there's no one making any noise. You go to some park. Everyone's quiet. So you're criticising everyone. So. You, if people are like, oh, this atmosphere is rubbish or it's toxic, well, you're criticising everyone. So there's no happy medium. I don't see anyone sort of, all right, a few people are trying to get songs going and stuff like that, but people are just sitting there going, we're watching the same old crap again. Mm. And I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy, I don't enjoy, I don't enjoy going to Goodison because the football's dull. Um, I've watched, you know, look at, look at Leicester, look at the way they play. You know, Spurs are the absolute, I want Spurs to win the league now because I think they will shame Everton because of the way yeah. they play. They work 
the socks off, every one of them. You know, I'm. I don't. I. I. I don't want to get on the back of like. I don't want to get on Rom's back, but you know, he scored loads of goals. I think he's a great striker. But five minutes ago on Sunday when Spurs were playing Man City, I only put on like the last fifteen minutes. Uh, you know, Ant Man had finished. <laughs> um, <laughs> Harry Potter had finished, um, and they were two and up, and he's on the edge of his box. Breaking stuff up and then running round. This is Kane, is this it? This is yeah. Kane, sorry. Running round like a lunatic, just trying to break things up. And watching their players just running through brick walls for them. And these are players who were like, these were players like Eric Lamella, who were, we were told were like panic buys. And this manager's come in, Pochettino, and he's just looked at them and gone, by the way, Spurs sacked the manager who got them like, you know, fourth place as well. Um, they got Pochettino in, who just has them fit. I read an article the other day saying, um, I think it was from uh, Watford manager saying that they the Watford players were like physically sick after playing against them because the work rate was just too much. Mm. You've got players who will run through brick, and these are not like supersonic players. These right. are normal players who just train train hard and have been given jobs to do. And when they don't do those jobs, like Anders Townsend, they're out the club quick. You know, before the feet touch the ground, they're, they're told what to do. And and I'm not even talking just. They've got like average players. I'm going to say average. I don't mean rubbish players. I just mean average players. But because they're super fit, they fit into the team. And the, the for me, they could win the league. They're going to places like Man City and turning them over. They've got self belief. They've got a goal scorer. They've got great goalkeeper. They've got a great goalkeeper. They've got centre centre defenders who want to defend. And and that's the you know I think they've conceded less than anyone in the mm. Premier League or second. You know they're thereabouts. They've got they do everything we don't do. They work hard. They they tr- they go after people in packs. They do they actually the more yeah. Barcelona that way than we'd ever be, you know. And that's that's and, it. That gets lost, doesn't it? Yeah. So often that that side of it. But do you it, know what? It annoys me so much. It's funny you should mention that. I've, a bit of a plug. I've got a piece coming out basically about this later. Plug tonight. away. I plug it away. I've got a piece. It'll be on Toffee Web later. I'll put the link up if you don't want to have a list, have, a, have a read. But I was I was watching that those two games of the weekend, and even though Leicester lost and. You know they've obviously been boss recently and, and Spurs, and so many of our fans were saying next season, next season this this could be us, no, this, this could be us. And yeah. I was thinking we what? are Everton at the moment are a million miles away from both of those teams, and I, I was reading the language like when when it all clicks together for this team and uh, we, we'll be like that. That that those qualities that they've got are not something that just clicks. You mentioned there about Pochettino. They, he's been instilling that meticulously yeah. since he got to the club, and only now is it really reaping the benefits. Leicester, Pearson last season, he was doing the same sort of thing. They weren't getting the results early on the season, but he stuck with it, he instilled all these principles, got them working hard, and now they're reaping the benefits. That's not something that just happens overnight. It's something that's instilled over a long period of time, and eventually you get it right, and it mm. all comes together. It's- but it's... At the moment, we're not even. We don't even look like we've begun that process. The the players no. don't work hard they don't enough. Work hard. They're not organised. The, the parts of the game when they're lazy and passive. And you think, granted, we've we've got we've got natural talents in players like Lukaku, Barkley, Dalafeu, to, 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 to that can match those sorts of sort of sides. Yeah. But they've got, like you mentioned there, Harry Kane, Lamella, Deli Ali. All work the backside off. Mares, yeah. Vardy, Okazaki—they're all just as much as an attacking threat going forward, but they're not defensive. But the difference as is, well. though, the difference is, Matt, and it's not. Let me just remove a word. It's not laziness. It's not expected of them by the manager. Mm. It isn't laziness. Lukaku isn't lazy. Ross Barkley isn't lazy. You know, it's just not expected of them. They're not expected. They're not asked. People look at Lukaku sometimes and go, oh, he's not doing this, he's not doing that. He's not asked to do that job. The manager doesn't insist he does that job. It's clear as day that nobody at the club says, you. if I see, if, you know, if you look at a centre-back and he's coming out with the ball and Rom's 10 yards away and doesn't charge him down, do you ever see anyone on the sideline screaming at him no. to have a go at him? Do you ever see anyone doing that? This team are lazy because the manager lets them be lazy it's not part of his game planning and you spot on with what you just said Pochettino has got them working like dogs and that's what all top teams need to be you know to be at the very best I was looking at a thing the other day and it said Everton are 
I think it was goals in the 90th minute or injury time. And Everton are fifth on that list. And probably most of that, that's in the Premier League, I think. Most of that would be under Moyes. Because Moyes had them so yeah. fit. And again, you know, people don't want, don't, people don't want to hear me harking back about Moyes. But Moyes had them so fit. And that's why we could go at teams in the last five minutes and still... You know what? You always expected Everton to score in the last minute. You expected it mm. to happen. Or you expected them to see out a game in the final minutes because they were fit, because they were drilled. And actually what was missing is what we've got now. But the players are just so... They're just It's not in them and it's not expected of them. And players, people out there, sorry, can say as much as they want about or oh, when it clicks. If you haven't got that hunger, if you haven't got that desire... Because what I've seen in our Spurs team as well is a team that will run through brick walls yeah. for each other. And what's about players, as I say, like Lamella, who it's not expected of. Or, you know, look at... Christian Eriksen. Yeah. No, I'd say he's the key one. I'm not, he's not necessarily key one. Look at Dyer, right? A player who, went, who was at us was with us as a kid. He was a right-back. I think he's played centre-back. He's now got this holding centre midfield role, right? Because the manager's looked at him. He's looked at all of his best bits and gone, you could do a job in there for me. He's put him in there, and suddenly they've got this. They've got this new player who fits a role he needs. Now we've got three centre backs. We've got a player in John Stones, and you think, Do you know what? Actually, that might just work. That yeah. you're you're a good enough footballer. You've got a good brain on your you know in your head, and you you know you you could probably play that role. Would that ever enter Martinez's head? No. Would it ever? We were told Baines was going to be given this role and how he'd, gone, Lam, how he'd gone to watch Philip Lam at Old Trafford and he was going to be this and going to be that. Has he been tried? Once. Last season at St. James's Park. Where's the ideas? Where's the inspiration? Well, Why is it the same old, same old every single week? We said the same about Delefeu, didn't we, earlier in the season when he was coming into these central positions yeah. and, and Fred and passes through to Luke Harkin and how... He was viewed as a number 10 at Barcelona. I and mean, it might be something we look at going forward. Why not try that in the, in the last few minutes against West Brom at the weekend, getting him on the ball more, playing passes into areas? It, it just doesn't work. But uh, what we, what I feel as though we are at the moment, it's, this might sound a, a bit harsh, but I feel as though we're more of like, a, like an upmarket version of Newcastle United in the sense that they've got good individual players. Mm. You know, everyone looks at the squad and thinks, you know, what, you know, players like, like, like Townsend and Wijnaldum and Mitrovic and uh, the goalkeeper are, are all really good players, but there's nothing else about mm. them. They've got no structure. They can't defend. They don't work hard enough. And I feel as though it's as though like an upmarket version of them and, and like a, a pound shot version of Manchester City because they're the same. Great players, but they've got nothing else and they're underachieving. And I feel as though we're somewhere in, in the middle of those two sides at the moment because we've got, the most talented squad we've had for ages and, and no one's so we keep on hearing no, that no. in, in, in terms of pure talent in terms of natural football ability I think yeah. we probably have but there's absolutely nothing else to complement it at the moment and, and we're seeing the, the effects of that when, with games like this at the weekend when we go behind with a soft touch and we've got no way mm. of getting back into the game who have we beaten this season like we've been we've beaten Villa Sunderland beat Sunderland beat Newcastle twice We've beaten West Brom away, we've beaten Stoke away, and we've beat Southampton. Is that that's it, isn't it? That's mm. who we, that's who we've built. Yeah. Now look, listen, listen to that list. Southampton on a great run now. What are they on a great run off the back of clean sheets? So apart from that, everyone else I've just mentioned is just an also run or Newcastle. The bottom three, and we've beaten one of the teams in the bottom three twice. We <laughs> we are not what we think we are, and we never will be until he either instills that some of these players start working the backsides off or he goes because I can't see anything other because what he's got at the moment is just, it's too lightweight, it's too flyaway, it lasts for 20 minutes of a game. Mm. You know, there's no there's no real intensity, there's no real desire. You know, it's great saying we've got this player and that player, but if they don't work hard, then there's no point in them. There's absolutely no point. And I tell you what, right? If you if you said to a Lukaku, and listen, you're not what you're doing is not actually good enough for the team. We're going to start training, you know, three times a day, and we're going to get you fitter, and you're going to get you working harder. He'll become a better player. Ross Barkley will become a better player. They'll all become better players. Being fitter doesn't take anything out of your game. It makes you a better player. Yeah, at the moment we we are just. I, as I, I say before about the league, sorry, as I say about before the league, I look at the league and I just look at the top four and go, it, Man City are not that good. You know, mm. Tottenham are, are good, but, you know, in terms are not 
outstanding. Leicester are not that good. Even Arsenal, when we played them away, I thought we should have got a point out of them. You, <laughs> the difference for me is is just it's it's small margins, and it's not small margins of football and ability. It's small margins of work rate, and it's as simple simple as that for me. That's it. But it it that that takes a a while to instill, doesn't it? Like I mentioned, you know, Leicester didn't just become a force overnight. They worked at it and worked at it and worked at it. They went again in the summer. They improved again. Tottenham did the same. You know, the amount of deadwood he's cleared out of there. Play like you mentioned, players who didn't fit the the, the style. Townsend's gone. Adebayor was 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 left out, wasn't he? Paulinho went. <laughs> you know, all the, the Capoue was sold. That Chiriches. He basically gutted the whole team and went again. And he's reinstilled Filled it. Them with built young, it up. Young, hungry, fit players. That's it. And. I don't even see that process beginning now because the Premier League is going away with with managers like Pochettino there, managers like Klopp, Guardiola's going to come in next season. Being able to work hard and press is going to be so, so important Mm. to have success in this league going forward and it's not something that we even look remotely like doing. That's the thing, isn't it? I mean, I don't want to dwell on this point for too long, but people always go on about the Barcelona style and what everyone fails to recognise is how hard they work off the ball. How hard plays like Messi. This is why Suarez has took Barcelona up another mm. level. Not His goals are fantastic. His movements are fantastic. But he's a dog. He works like a dog. If he loses the ball, someone loses the ball, he helps get it back. If there's something on, he, he's bursting a gut every time. You know, that team works so hard. To, when when they haven't got the ball to make to make sure they have got the ball and that is the difference with Everton they don't work hard when we haven't got the ball and I know people lord like saying people have got people people say oh Gareth Barry's great you know he's been brilliant this year he's he's covered so much ground fair play to him but for me I want a Bessage in there and I want McCarthy in there and I want two dogs in there who will go chasing everywhere to win that ball back, especially Bessage, because I, I think he got it more than anyone else, and he showed that. I was talking to a Spurs fan on, on Monday, and he said to me, he said, I was really impressed by by Everton, I, well, the whole game. Oh, imagine how good he'd be in there. Yeah, and he went, well, not really. He went, I went, you mean the last half an hour? He went, yeah, the last half an hour. I went, yeah, when Bessage came on, I said, because he's a dog. Hmm. He chases everywhere, but also when he gets the ball, he's got something about him. And, and that's what I want in the team. I think, I don't think we can afford too much more of Barry and he's had a great season he, mm. this is the, this is the madness of it this is the this is the irony of it he'll probably end up being played a year but for me he doesn't give us what I think we need and I think we need two dogs in there just chasing everything and harrying everyone and and okay people say what does McCarthy do well we've seen the last few games what McCarthy does but it's a lot easier for him when the game's simplified um, and that's why I'd have better next to him, just to chase and harry everything and get some tempo into our midfield so that when we haven't got the ball, mm. we're chasing and we're harrying, and, and that's what we haven't got. That, that at home especially as well yeah. is so important. You know, I, I like it when we go away sometimes and we sit deep and we counter-attack because we have got the players who, who, who suit that style of play, but I I don't think there's any team that should be coming to Goodison Park and as Swansea did the other week, having two minutes of possession. We should be suffocating them from the from the off. We should be pushing up, playing a high line. Goalkeeper should be out of his box, and we should not be giving them any moves, any any room to breathe at all. And that that's just something that doesn't happen. And you, and you mentioned someone like Barry there. Granted, he's he's covered more more you know distance than most players well almost any other player in the league but quite slowly though yeah exactly yeah you need that you need players who are dynamic you need players who are going to snap around and get tackles in who can carry the ball through phases and you just can't do that anymore look at look at look at, uh, look at Leicester and the kid they've got oh he's outstanding isn't he Kante Kante look at him look what he does he chases and harries he's a dog he's in midfield he's <laughs> he, he's snapping at everyone it's what you need we haven't got we haven't multi, got it multi-faceted players yeah, exactly and, you know we, you know, Lukaku's brilliant at times when, when he's getting the right service, but he doesn't contribute off the ball. Ross Barkley, he's got a little bit better at this yeah. season, but he doesn't contribute much off it's the ball. It's hard work. It's what it comes down to. It just comes down to hard work. So but it seems to be getting... Like I said... It it doesn't, just, but no, that's what I'm saying. But it's not, it's not registering as the problem, though. Mm. This is what I'm saying. It doesn't register with people that this is the problem. People keep on thinking, oh, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. It's not going to happen mm. if, if the team don't start raising the levels of... of <laughs> Work rate, uh, getting around the pitch, snidiness—that's the key. Uh, all those things. It's it'd be like uh, it'd be like us saying now, 
after the let's go after the show. You haven't done any training, but we'll just, we'll just go and run a marathon now. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's you know it might just it might just happen. It could just happen. Mm. It's just the same sort of thing, isn't it? It's 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 it's, it's without it's saying that things are going to suddenly come together and we're going to be a Spurs, we're going to be a Leicester without any kind of tangible evidence to to, to, to show that's going to be the case. Nah. Right, <laughs> <laughs> we've got a FA Cup game coming up this weekend. Um, Bournemouth away, Thank, thankfully it's away, uh, and. To be honest, I fancy us in this game. Yeah, so oddly I, enough, yeah. oddly enough, after all that, we'll I, I, I fancy, I fancy us down there. Um, you know, away from home. Um, you know, I think we're a, we're just a better side. We play on the counter attack. Um, it suits our players. But I think what we've got to do this time. I mean, I know a lot of. I, I, I basically believe the Bournemouth game just has destroyed our season. I thought it was so pivotal that game. Mm. Um, we let it get away from us, but. Um, I think on Saturday what we've got to do is just make sure we go there, do what we do at home away games. But if we do get a lead, if we do, you know, we are winning by a couple of goals. If then we've got to, we've got to control the game better. We've like to be, you know, last time we were two 0 up, we let them have a lot of the ball, and you know, we let them have a lot of shots and a lot of possession. And this time, if we do get two 0 up or we get a lead, we've got to start controlling the game a little bit better and holding on to the ball a little bit better and and, and just using it better. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want. I'm a little bit worried he's going to change a lot for this game. And in terms of, he shouldn't be changing anything. I think he should be going with the same sort of. Maybe the only change I might consider making is bringing Leighton Baines back, back into back. the side. Yeah, that, that's the only one. Otherwise, I would be happy to go there with, with the same side that's played the last the last few games. Because it's funny enough, we just mentioned there about um, the players working hard and uh, and whatever, but they're, they're the team who've ran more than any other side in the Premier League this season. So they do put a shift in, they get around the pitch. And I think Dan Goslin in the game, in that 3-3 game, covered, covered more distance than any other player has in any other mm. Premier League game this season. So we're going to need McCarthy's legs in that midfield. We're going to need Lennon getting up and down the line in Cleverley's industry as well. We need to match them for that and then then our quality should should sort of take over. But I completely agree. We we need to, you know, it's a chance for some vindication, isn't it? That that game, we, we seem, to be, seem to be just... Doing well at that point, didn't we? We seemed to be playing well. There was a real attack and swagger about us, and, and that just made it all come crashing down again. So, go there, strong team, and f- for them, I think they've kind of they've they've sagged back into the towards the bottom three a bit recently, well, it's haven't a, it's they? It's an so interesting game for them rest, because yeah. you know, with with the, obviously with the Premier League being the most important thing, it's what 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 do they do? Do they put a full team out? Are they thinking this is? I don't think they will. No. You know, I mean, they, they, um, is the guy from Wolves Cup tied? Um, I'm not sure on that one, to be honest. But. So he, you know, he seems to have done quite well in the last few weeks. Um, but they have they have dropped back towards the bottom three recently, yeah. haven't they? So I think the, I think the three or four points clear. So they'll be looking at that. Yeah, thinking, they yeah. could be one of those teams that falls back. Could, yeah. you know, one of those teams that just drops out. Um, but I, I'm confident that if we go there, because let's be honest, if we lose, that's the season over, mm. and suddenly the pressure is just tenfold yeah, on the we manager. Can, we can pack up till August. Then we'll have to do a show. <laughs> Yeah, but we don't have to do a show next week because there's no game, is there? Yeah, like, uh, not thankfully, obviously, because we would yeah. like would have liked to have game. But um, do we play Villa? We play Villa the week, the Tuesday after. All oh, right, okay. Get yeah, we, so we got ten. That's what I'm saying. We have got ten days from this game to the next game. So uh, they're going to Dubai. Mm. Yeah, which uh, be uh, not Dubai, Qatar. Sorry, oh, so which be good for be good for Joe. Get, get, Joe, on. get Joe on the line. See if you can get Roberto. He'll on be here. bad. Joe will be bad. Yeah, don't let him anywhere near. <laughs> don't let him in with a hundred yards. He, he better watch his, his fingers <laughs> uh, over there. Um, but no, I think this is a game that we've got to. Um, we've just got to be fully up for because this is our season again in a, in a nutshell, isn't it? It's our season. Um, you know, we win this, we go. We go into the quarterfinals. You know, if you get a decent home tie in the quarterfinals, mm. then you know could get could get uh, get Blackburn. Yeah. Who knows? I think there's there's a lot of good teams left in it, isn't it? But yeah, there are a few there are a few ties where Blackburn you think, play West Ham at home. Yeah, and I think Shrews we play Man United. I think Watford. I think Watford. I think Leeds. So you'd, you'd fancy the, the winner of that. You know, maybe not at home. I mean, let's get through this game maybe, first. Maybe, maybe away, but yeah, I, I think just go there. Similar type of performance as Stoke. To be honest, I, I wouldn't mind letting them have possession. We've got to be clinical on the break. Get the mm. ball to Ross. Get him going through the phases, and and just just take our chances. Dead inter- I'm, I'm I'm dead interested to see what he does with the goalkeeper if he does anything. I know Joel's the cupkeeper, but now is he the lead keeper? Does he start using Howard as the cupkeeper? 
<laughs> it would be. It, I, I think it would be appalling if after making one error, he dragged him out to the side again. Now I'm not even seeing an error. I'm half an error. I'm going with half. No, it's, it, it's nothing compared to what we've had to, to put up with for the last eighteen yeah. months. So, got like this is what we've always said, isn't it? If, if he's going to come into the team and he's going to try and make him his number one, he's got to play five, ten, fifteen games in mm. succession. You can't just let him have one game here, one game there. And then when he when he does make a mistake, panic and bring him out. He's got to have a run in the team now. And, and if if we go to Villa in a, in a you know in a couple of weeks and, he, and Tim Howard's back in the team, it just it just doesn't send out the right message at all. No, he's, he's always encouraging players like John Stones to, to make mistakes and stuff, Ross Barkley. <laughs> you know, he, he might not do it, I, I know, but I've, I've just got this, 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 this feeling that he might do. Hopefully not. <laughs> Anywho's, um, yeah, there you go. Dis- dissected that one. Hopefully, as I say, yeah. doesn't there's... FA Cup game and there's nothing for the for the following weekend and then there's the uh, the trip to uh, the trip to the trip to Villa Park which will be interesting but we I'm not, we'll talk about more about that the mm. next the next time we we put a show whenever that may be uh, <laughs> Jolie and Lescott and his, and his car oh know? yeah yeah Jolie and Lescott and his and his um, oh text by accident it was in my back pocket oh, no, it always happens to me that phone goes off going to Google <laughs> yeah find going a, to Google find, find a picture a put it into Twitter. <laughs> Always, it's it's case of those. You know, always put your phone on lock. Oh, um, um, do you think he would last long if he'd done that at Everton? Well, no, definitely. I, do you know what? I always used to think Moyes was quite harsh when he told the stories about him. I always used to think it doesn't seem that type of character, Lescott. But but after that, at the weekend, I, I've changed my mind a little what, bit. What do you think? Finally, uh, what do you think about Moyes' comments about um, giving John Stones a clip around the ear if he'd done that? What, he, what he's been doing I think it's quite easy for him to say now because you wonder whether Stones would be you know as as highly rated as, mm-hmm. as he is because you look at players like Ross Park you know though we gave him his debut we didn't really ever give him a, a prolonged no, run but, the team no but he did also say that when when Ross came into basically when Ross came into the team under Martinez that was the right time to bring him into the team oh it's, that's easy <laughs> no that's what I'm saying yeah. no I mean that's I'm not saying that's that's easy to say but what he's but what he's what I'm saying is before you know beforehand he said he needed games he needed to go out on loan which I can't really argue with him because no. when he when he started at Everton you know it was clear that he was a little bit behind because of the injuries so I can understand what he's saying and as for giving John Stones a clip around the end I think he's absolutely right oh in that sense yeah yeah that's what I'm saying yeah. he need, John Stones needed to be told what he was doing wasn't beneficial for the team and again he got away with it and then. It, 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 you know, it started with the Cruyff turns and he got away with it, and then it persisted to the point where he wasn't getting away with it. And that's where I'm saying a manager needs to stand up and go, stop what you're doing, go back to basics. And again, it's another. I think that's a failing of this manager at times that you've got yeah. to be, you've got to be rough with the smooth. You've got to encourage players to do things, but at times you've got to know when to tell them to stop messing about. Well, that's where if he does come back into the team either this weekend or in the next few weeks, you want to see. You want to see a noticeable change, don't you? Mm. You want to see that he, he's been told not to, not to do these things and he's taken it on board. You don't want to see him coming back in and, and, and all of a sudden going, you know, dropping deep, doing dropping his shoulder in, in his 18-yard box. You want to see him doing doing the basic things again, which we all loved him for yeah. initially. So it's it's just about learning lessons and we don't seem to be doing it at the moment. But hopefully, you know, maybe he's listened to the show and he'll start doing them. He's not. Right, I think that's enough. We've talked for over 50 minutes about everything. He's waiting for it to pop up on iTunes. Yeah, of course you. You're waiting. (laughs) Um, Right, uh, from me and Matt, thanks for listening. See you soon.